On this episode of Big Drive Energy, we talk about the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. Yes, we understand this is a golf podcast, but we do get off on tangents. We talk Lucas Herbert, the brother of Justin, not really, winning his first ever PGA Tour event in Bermuda. And we finish it up with giving you guys some of our favorite places to go in the wintertime when it's cold and you want to get away and have a golf trip. All right, let's tee it up. Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... Did somebody scream mashed potatoes? That was mashed. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Big Drive Energy. I am your host, Big Drive Mitch, here with my brother, uh, Rolling in guns hot today, coming in hot from work. We got an abs game tonight to go to. Uh, Fucking big traffic, man. Holy Christ. Like, Yeah, a lot of people live in Colorado, if you didn't know. The and one the one great part about COVID was nobody. No traffic. Yeah, no driving. Like, you could drive anywhere. Like, we could drive to work because we still had to work this whole fucking time. We didn't get to. Well, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Um, but we worked, we still worked through this whole thing and then, but our drive to work was just a lot nicer. Oh yeah. It was, it was great. Either people weren't working or they were, uh, working from home. Yeah, exactly. It was like driving on I-25 was like a free, you know, we saw one or two cars say a hi ho to them and we're on the way. So, um, that sucks, but I'm rolling in here hot and we're ready to rock. We're ready to, ready ready to to roll. All right. Well, today we are going to talk. Um, about some winter destinations and some different places we've gone, some places we're planning on going. Um, we've got a new uh, Fairway or Four edition coming for you, so a few different things to touch on. Uh, first of all, Spence, how you doing? How was this last week for you? It was good, man. We had uh, approximately 19 players on the tee sheet today at the Valley. That's so a hot great. one. It actually wasn't that bad out, honestly. No, it really wasn't, but you kind of see this time of the year, for those of you guys, a little insight into the pga professional world once again not on tv just just running a golf course just running a mediocre valley of fun <laughs> um is a lot of golf especially this time of the year when it's not guaranteed that we're gonna have play you know snow frost whatever uh it's based on generally speaking the forecast and and when there's not a good forecast it doesn't matter if the day's nice it's not going to be very busy, and that's kind of how today was. And if people see that it's nice, not everybody can necessarily just pop out of work anymore or work from their phone or work from home and then just go to the golf course. You know, everybody's getting back into the offices and whatnot. So, yeah, it was it was pretty dead today. So, you know, we recorded a TikTok. Make sure you follow us on there, at Big Drive Energy. Um, we got Spencer a fu- was making me work my ass off from the couch on my day off. Well, the best part is, so go follow our TikTok. Watch one we made today. That is uh, November 3rd, I think, is today. I think I it is. I don't even know the days anymore, but um, 
it, the best part about that was is Mitchell was sitting there in his pajamas recording his half of our TikTok. And then I was hung over, dude. I did not feel good this morning. I'm not going to lie. I got a little tuned up for the World Series game six last night, which we'll get into this later. Although we will, I do want to say I left it out of the Twitter polls today. One of your fairway or fours from last week was the Braves winning the World Series. And they did. And they did. So I didn't put it out for vote because I feel like that's not very fair because it's already over at this. At the What's time. pretty wild is the fact that I didn't even know this. They were not above 500 until like, what, or August, I want to say. Well, I know they were, yeah, so just depending upon the dates, but I think they were 52 and 55 at one point. Yeah, that's and like, fucking insane. And they had and a 1% win- per, chance of, of winning the World Series, according to like fan graphs. Can you imagine, I don't know what the odds were on that, but can you imagine betting that? That was like when the fucking Blues won the um, the Stanley Cup. When they were the literally the worst team in the league in to start Jan yeah, yeah to start January they're the worst fucking team in the league and they win the or the win the Stanley Cup and the Braves come and do kind of the same thing and whoever that pitcher was oh I forget his Max spot. Freed Freed dude he's a beast bro he yeah they lose Charlie Morton to a broken leg mid World Series they lose their best player overall in Ronald Acuna Jr. in the middle of the season. And they somehow still win the World Series. Holy shit, man. Yeah, like the fucking... And they tried to break Freed's leg, too. Did you see him running over to first base like an absolute clown? Like, no no pitcher can functionally get over to first base and make it look athletic. They got a fucking... I, I don't know what exactly they do, but they just lose control of their body when they have to do anything but throw a pitch. So he got, like, shanked in the leg by... One of these dudes cleats like I can I I'm surprised there's not a a bloody sock at auction already out there like the old Kurt Schilling sock. But yeah, he pitched like a fucking beast. They left him in for they, they let him go a while, which is pretty cool. But big congrats to the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. Yeah. And congrats to you on that call for fairway or four. Um, yeah, I really that's a big thing. And it, it's in all sports, definitely in golf. Um, but any sport. There is nothing more powerful than momentum. Like the Giants winning those two Super Bowls. They were not the best team in the league. Not even close. They weren't the best team in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they just find a way to win. Same with golf. Like when you're putting well, you you stand over a 15-footer and the, the hole looks like the size of a fucking crater. You know, like you can't miss it. And then on the other side of that, when the momentum is going in the opposite direction, it is so hard to, to right that ship and – and turn the tide and fucking figure something out. So, yeah, I will say I've had that feeling like once in my life. The I'm this fifteen footer is going in feeling, and it is a great feeling. I don't know you. You're a very streaky putter. Like you miss a lot of short putts. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't call you a good putter. No, but no there, one would. But there's been times where I'm like, damn, dude, you can't fucking miss. And it's usually against me somehow. Like I don't know if I just bring out the best in you or. Or what, but I... Uh, I just hate losing to you, for sure. Well, and it happens a lot, but that's okay. I've <laughs> lost to you, too, so we're not going to go there. I'm not I'm not king of the castle. But, yeah, the momentum of the Braves really carried them pretty much throughout the entire postseason. Like Spencer said, they had some big, big players missing and managed to get it done. Uh, we got to give a quick shout-out to last week's PGA Tour winner, since this is a golf podcast. Um, it is. It, yeah. <laughs> I think the last dude's last name was like Gilbert or Herbert. No, it was, it was Herbert. It was Herbert. Okay. Justin's brother. Yeah. Um, 
isn't it Hair Bear? Hair Bear. If you're French. Um, but actually, he's I guess he's kind of a friend of a friend uh ish i kind of one of the dudes one of the dudes i know from golf and follow on twitter like he follows me too it's not like a guy that i just <laughs> i follow him. i was gonna say i follow um, roughly 600 people and yeah like 450 of them don't follow me so. well that's fucked up you just have a, a bad following but he posted uh it was joe zawoski from chicago good fucking player dude longest player i've ever played with and i mean there's guys Super out there long there's guys out there as long as him but at elevation at the Valley of Fun, he hit eight iron from two thirty five. Jesus, that's that's fucking dummy long. Like I don't care who you are, I don't care if it's at twenty. I don't care if you're hitting it off the top of fucking what's the tallest Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Thank you. Yeah, we're once again not big geographic guys, uh, but yeah, on number seven out of the Valley of Fun, from the tips back pin two thirty five, he hit eight iron. And it wasn't like a rope hook, nothing, just on a fucking dead beeline. You could hang clothes on it to two feet. And I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> that's just different. People like, like that. Like that TikTok are... trend. Are you shitting my dick? Like that's <laughs> that's when, when I sat back and I was like, oh my God, dude, this is this is me. This, this is, is why me. he played in two or three Corn Ferry events this year. And I'm fucking a, a golf pro. You know, that that's the difference. And then he also hit like three iron from three oh five, so I that just not doesn't compute in my fucking pea brain that somebody can hit it that far. Um, but anyway, he posted like I don't know how he knows him, but uh, I guess he's a mini. I mean, there everybody's a mini tour guy at some point, but he's just recently been on the come up. So I think a pretty big win for for Herbert. Um, congrats to him. The PJ Tour is at. Uh, Mayakama, or is it Mayakama? The Mayakoba? Mayakoba. <laughs> Mayakoba Maya down in Mexico. Um, they've got that big tunnel. Not tunnel. It's just like a fucking, I don't really know exactly how to put it. The cave bunker? Yeah, it's not a about? bunker, but it's just a fucking cave right in the middle of the golf course. Yeah, pretty wild scenario there. Yeah, pretty, pretty badass. But these are kind of like the tour stops that if you were just first getting on the tour, You'd be like, fuck, dude, this is like this is the life. You know, you're going to Mexico, you're going to Puerto Rico, you're going to fucking the Bahamas, blah, blah, blah. And all the other two guys are like, these events suck. Like, unless you're fighting for your card, then why are you here kind of thing? But I, I mean, I wouldn't turn down a, a, oh, they played in Bermuda, the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. That port. Port Royal Golf Course in Southampton. And he actually fought off some some pretty decent players. Patrick Reed finished second. Danny Lee was right up there. Patrick Rogers, haven't heard that name in a hot minute. Um, Scott Stallings. Uh, J.J. Spawn. Peter Malnati. Yeah, I mean, not a half-bad field, but I, I don't know why Patrick Reed, I don't think he's fighting for his tour card, as far as I can remember. It just seems like he throws out a win often enough to where He's always got it secured. He's always in the, you know, there's no question of his status. But pretty decent field. I I will say the one thing, though, about, like, a lot of these fall events, and I don't really know if it's hurricane season. Like, we live in Colorado, born and raised. We, we're not familiar with hurricanes. But whenever they're down in Mexico or Bermuda or the Bahamas, it just always looks windy. Like, that's just, I hate golfing in the, I don't hate golfing in the wind, but it's like, you go to a gorgeous place like that, you expect it to be like 75 and, and calm and sunny, 
And I know there was days where the fucking flags were sideways, you know, down in Bermuda. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, the, it's... Well, we kind of getting rolling into our topic. First of all, let me button up the uh, whole TikTok story scenario that we just went on a fucking rant. Oh, wow. You're yeah, bringing it all the way back. I I'm, forget. Oh, okay. I'm pulling it all the way back. Basically, Mitchell's in his pajamas filming his half of the TikTok. I was at work filming my half. And I got like a half hour later, he didn't send me the video that I wanted. So I was like, dude, I know you're still in your pajamas. And literally at the same exact time I texted him that, he had texted me. And said, you're lucky I haven't changed out of my pajamas yet. So <laughs> It was 11.15. Pretty perfect scenario. Yeah, that that's pretty rare for me, honestly. I'm more of a up and at kind of guy. I think I was still drunk when I woke up this morning. I'm not proud of that. But I definitely felt a little inebriated. Spencer's blowing up my phone at 7.15. I was like, what the fuck? Why, leave me alone. Like, Don't fucking hit me up this early. But yeah, that, that's our TikTok. So go check it out. It's pretty funny. Um, what was my name? Uh, oh, Je- Mihoff. First name Jack. <laughs> so it's it's just comedy. We do it to raise awareness. If you didn't hear in the last pod <laughs> or the last couple pods where we've been plugging the TikTok, it, it's really just exaggerated situations. And we we get a bunch of comments. Are people are like this is not this doesn't happen. No way this happens. The real ones know. Like we'll get some real ones like. Other, they're like, I've had this five times today already. Yeah, like, other pro shop assistants or cart guys or bag boys comment on the fact that that actually happened to them that day or has happened to them multiple times in the last week. So, oh, it's, 100%. Like when people come out to a golf course, it's like they had a lobotomy directly. Do you know what that is? I don't actually. <laughs> I was going to ask for It's where the brain is like removed from the head or like, I don't really, that's probably not even correct, but it's something to do with like removing your brain or pieces of your brain. Um, that's what people seem like when they go to a golf course. They, they're like small children wandering around. They're like, where's this? Where they, they don't use any like inherent skills to like look for anything. They just have to ask where everything is and what everything is and this and that. And it, it just, you know, it's part of our job, but like Spencer said, we're raising awareness. Yeah, what's a lobotomy? A lobotomy is a form of psychosurgery, a neurosurgical treatment of a mental disorder that involves severing connections in the brain's prefrontal frontal cortex. Most of the connections to and from the parental Okay, you're done. Cortex. We get it. It's brain oh, surgery. There's, yeah, just most of the lobes are severed. So you have brain surgery, and then you can't... Yeah, it's like people's brains get removed, and then they walk into the pro shop. That's kind of how I would say we generally feel on a daily basis. But, you know, we chose this profession and we fucking love it. You know, there's a lot of upsides. There's there's a lot of uh, downtime in the winter. <laughs> there's a lot of worse things we could be doing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, there's... Like what? drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. But we, we do like to sports gamble, Spencer. I think you've got a little something on that. Yeah, we do like sports gambling. And actually, a few of the places that we are going to talk about today in your destinations for winter golf this year because playing in 30 to 40 degrees is not the funnest um especially arizona which i'm sure we'll get touch on a little bit it's kind of a a hotbed for golf has has now adopted professional or uh, legalized sports gambling and you guys can get into the legal sports gambling game in Colorado, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, hopefully, unless you live in Utah or California, different places. But if you're listening in Colorado, Arizona, Illinois, I think it's live in Chicago or uh, uh, Iowa now, um, 
you can get into DraftKings Sportsbook using our code DNVR. And this week, if you bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, the Cowboys are a fairly safe bet this week. We will be in Dallas in Jerry World uh, at the 50-yard line, 19 rows from the field. So we know what's going to happen. Spencer um, got so busy bragging about our tickets that he forgot what the fuck you said. No, I'm basically saying if you get into DraftKings this week and you bet $5 on any NFL game and their team that team wins, you win $200 in free bets. So make sure you head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR. And you get five dollars, and you bet five dollars, you get two hundred dollars in free bets if any NFL team wins their game. Like I said, take it out, take the Cowboys this week. I don't think it's a bad bet, especially if it's just a money line bet, which is all you have to make for them to win. And you can use that two hundred dollars for the rest of the NFL season. The DraftKings also has the same game parlay, which is a blast. I talk about it every single week, and I do it for almost every single Denver game, whether it's Broncos, Avs, Nuggets. Uh, it's just a blast to bet on all the things on your favorite game, your favorite player to score X amount of points, or your favorite player to get X amount of assists. So make sure you go hit that same game parlay, turn that tab over to on. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw money at your own convenience. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, and new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, moving on into some great destinations for golf. In some the winter. Place, some places we've been, yeah, in the summer you don't want to go to most of these places. Some places we've been absolutely incredible. Some places that we've heard of that are absolutely incredible. I think if you get the Colorado Avid Golfer magazine, they always do some articles on some places to go in the winter when you got to itch that bug. Itch, scratch that itch. Scratch that itch. Itch that bug. Got to take care of that golf Jesus. bug that you recently got over this last year. Here are some places you can head. So, Mitch, why don't you start us off with one of your favorite places to go golf in the winter? Well, obviously a no-brainer for everybody here in Colorado is Arizona. But I will throw a caveat in there. Because everybody says Scottsdale, and Scottsdale's fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. I'd probably move there tomorrow. I, I take that back. I hate it, and I can't stand heat. Like, I'm a very cool weather kind of person. Um, but I would live there, like, December through March, probably. Uh, great place, great golf, great food, great bars, great things to do. But Tucson and, like, northern Tucson is low-key like a really, really good spot to go golf. And I think it's a little less expensive. Definitely not like the the retail like prices of like Talking Stick and shit like that. Um, like Omni Tucson National down in, tu in northern Tucson, which is considered uh, um, Oro Valley-ish kind of. It's like... Southern Tucson's basically Mexico. Yeah. The, I will say this. The further south you get in Tucson the sketchier it gets and the worse it gets like it the campus the university of arizona's campus kind of sits on like the central to south end ish and it just gets so fucking sketchy like if you live in a condo down there it has to be gated but that's beside the point there's a few really really good tracks down there um that are i mean the T omni tucson national is i wouldn't say super affordable it's Going to be a little more on the high end, but it's a really, really good track. Uh, they play a Champions Tour event out there every year. And it's gorgeous because it, it, 
it almost is like a little taste of Colorado. Um, fun fact for people who don't know this, and I did not know this for a very long time, so um, I bet you won't. Tucson has a ski resort located about an hour to the northeast of east northeast of it. It's called uh, oh, what the fuck's it called? What Mount Lemon? It's called Mount Lemon, and it only snows out there like a couple weeks out of the year. But still, I think it sits like six or seven thousand feet. Um, so it gets a lot cooler down in Tucson than it does in Scottsdale. That is kind of one of the the downsides of going down there in the winter. But I really, it's gorgeous because the mountains are right there. The Catalina foothills are right there. There's so many cool, really, really cool spots to go down in Tucson. So I would say, and you can fly Southwest. I always flew Southwest. Um, bring your, bring your sticks, get the boys together, go down there. There's, um, there's another place. What the fuck's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's kind of down by Tucson's, uh, or U of A's campus. And they actually used to host a PGA Tour event there back in, like, the 1950s, 1960s. So it's actually a really good track. Like, you can tell it's, like, a tour-style layout. It's probably not in quite the shape. It's in really good shape. It's not in tour shape. But really, really good track that is not that expensive. So um, if I can think of the name, I'll I'll toss it out there in the middle of whatever conversation we're having. Uh, But Tucson is, is one of the more underrated spots, I think, that you can go. And get a good value out of it, too. Yeah, that's... Uh, I know I everybody, like you said, always thinks of Scottsdale first, but there's a lot of places in Arizona that are off the grid a little bit, and there's a shitload of golf down there. So you'll be able to find something from your typical day muni, paying like 30 bucks to play 18 holes. Or you can go up to like... Which I think it's a little ridiculous to pay the price of talking stick for what the golf course is. Yeah. But T- I've played TPC... Um, the, yeah, the, TBC Scottsdale's the obviously Champions awesome. Course, great course, but well, I've played the actual course, but okay. okay. Well, I'm talking about the Champions Course. That's where <laughs> I've played. I I'm not uh, BDing you here, but anyways, so I I'm gonna go to one of my favorite places, and this is not directly related to the strip that's seven miles away from it, but I've played some winter golf in Las Vegas, and other than the potential wind, which we talked about with like the Bermuda Championship coming up this weekend. Vegas can get pretty damn windy. There's nothing to really cover it. It's just like a desert. But it's like a desert. It is a desert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Vegas is a great spot. Um and I've played Las Vegas National, which is fairly cheap. When we talk about cheap, we're not talking like it's you know, say inexpensive. inexpensive. It makes it sound better. Yeah, so it's a fairly inexpensive course. I believe you can get on there on a weekday or even a weekend for right around a hundred or a little less than a hundred. It's not like you have to play golf when you go to Vegas at the Strip on the, at the Win, um, which is like five hundred dollars for nine holes or twelve holes, some insane price, which I would never pay for golf. I don't care how great the course is, unless it was Augusta National. That's the only place I would probably. Um, they would take one look at you and be like, get the fuck off. Yeah. You're not, you're kind or not allowed in these parts, (laughs) (laughs) but Las Vegas national is a great track. They used to have PGA tour events back there back in the day, which I couldn't believe after I played it. It's not that impressive, but I will say one of my favorite parts of it is view the view, which we always talk about, especially in Colorado and all the golf courses here that may not be the best actual tee to green fairways, fair test a golf golf course but the views are incredible and when you get to see the strip from a lot of the holes at las vegas national 
it just kind of takes your breath away a little bit because it's wow well it does dude it's like <laughs> oh god this is so fucked um it's just the incre- like there's cities your breath away there's cities around america and then there's vegas like vegas is its own world not it's bigger than yeah, a city i yeah. feel like so it's it you see the whole strip from like i think the the fifth or sixth tee going down to the the whole like that entire hole you can see the the strip so it's pretty incredible piece of property close enough to the strip where you can see it and then if you want to drive a little bit more out of the city or you don't stay on the strip which i would advise most people to do unless you're not a degenerate gambler which uh both of us are so we missing out yeah we're missing out but also if you stay away from the strip a great place to check out is the royal links which is a golf course uh, located outside of vegas it's about 30 ish minutes away from the down like downtown and strip area downtown but royal links is basically a course that's built based on a it's a replica it's course. a replica course which if you never heard of that it has a different holes from all different courses around scotland europe ireland england all those kind of courses where they design it in the middle of the desert but you feel like you're playing a course other than the weather current the, unless it's raining which it really did, rarely ever does in vegas but you feel like you're playing a bunch of courses from Europe. And so if you don't want to take the trip all the way over to Europe and you don't have the funds to do that, take yourself a little $27 spirit action down to Vegas. Fucking put your knees up into your chin. Yeah, and then you'll be able to enjoy a great golf course like the Royal Lynx where you get the feel of all the Europe golf courses. They even have, I believe it's like a replica of the 10th hole at St. Andrews. Um. What's the hole with the big wall? Oh, that's 17. 17. It's 10 at Royal Oh, Links. I, It's like, the 10th uh, hole at yeah. Royal Links, but it's a replica see. of the 17th hole at St. Andrews with the big wall where you kind of have to hit it left of it. Pretty cool scenario, but uh, Vegas, definitely a place to go. And I know the place Mitchell is going to talk about next, which is a low-key place. Nobody really loves Utah, but St. George is a great spot to go and try to golf. I was not going to talk about St. George next, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just laugh about it. I love, uh, yes, that's, that's actually genius because I didn't even think about it. Like, they have great golf in the wintertime. They have fucking, I, other than, what What are you mad at me? Your read of cues is horrid. Oh, well, I'm going to cut this part out. Okay, perfect. Cut it. But, uh, but St. George, yes, it, it's basically on your way to Vegas. So if you drive from Colorado, stop in St. George. Not much in the way of nightlife, you know. We know how Utah is. It's a little weird. Um, bring your own booze for sure. Bring your own coffee. You never know. But the golf out there is phenomenal. I played uh, what is I've played Sun River out there, which is a really really good. Um, like Spencer said, views are breathtaking. Just got to take a second, step back, admire them. Um, but there's actually a, a lot of like red, like red stone almost out there. There's a place called is it Hurricane out there. Or what is the Thanksgiving? Mo- oh, pumpkin. No. Pumpkin Ridge. No. no. <laughs> I think it's called Thanksgiving. No, Thanksgiving Point is in Utah, but it's yeah. in northern Utah. It's okay. It's up near the mountains. Um, but no, there's Sand, uh, Sand Hollow. Good God. It's called Sand Hollow Resort. Super, super cool. I'm sure you've seen on Instagram. There's that one hole that it's got like an entire wall of like red rocks all along the right side of it. So I'm sure it's probably, well, I've never played it, so I can't be the judge of it. 
maybe a little bit gimmicky, but the views are awesome. It kind of sits over on the other side of the valley from St. George, like looking, I want to say, to the to the west. So you can kind of see the whole city, the mountains, all that. Well, and then Mesquite, too. I mean, you could really do a road trip from Colorado and go to St. George for a night or two and then hop over to Mesquite. It's like a 30-minute drive. And when I go to St. George, you just drive through the canyon and all of a sudden you're in Mesquite. There's there's fucking casinos. There's gambling. There's a bunch of golf, you know, anything you could ask for. So you don't stay in St. George. You stay in Mesquite, but you go golf in St. George. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a 30-minute drive. That's that's not bad. And then I, th- I want to say mes- uh, Mesquite is like one and a half to two hours from Vegas. So pretty damn close. Like, you could really do a whole big loop. Vegas, Arizona, Texas, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of Texas, we have not yet golfed in Texas. Uh, have you? Because I have not. I don't believe I have golfed in Texas. Okay, we have not golfed in Texas yet. So we are going to do that this upcoming Monday. Um, you'll probably see some content on our Twitter feed from that. But wh- do you know where we're playing? Uh, I think we're playing this place called Canyon Creek, I want to say. We don't have the tee time confirmed yet. We're trying to work through some... Um, logistics? Yes, exactly. Logistics are um, Kelly McCandless, the lady who got a, uh, was on the podcast, and she works at Spring Valley. She's one of the best teachers one of the most incredible junior like program directors I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she, she runs that shit. She's going to hook us up, uh, hopefully, and get us down, and we're going to play somewhere in Dallas on Monday after the Broncos get slapped by the Cowboys. Uh, but we're excited. We've never played golf in yeah. Texas before. I've seen a lot of the golf in Texas. Love some of the courses that they play the match play at, I believe. That's, that's in Austin. Yeah, I'm, I'm just oh, saying yeah, yeah, tech, yeah. that's still Texas. Yeah, we're going to Dallas for those that didn't pick up on that for the Bronco game. Um, but yeah, Austin looks like it has great golf. San Antonio looks badass. Uh, they've got more hill country down there. I want to say not a super familiar. I'm not super familiar with Texas. Um, we've been to San Antonio. We've been to a few different spots, but never for golf. So I'm really looking forward to that. I will say in the winter time, I know that it's not like it's not Arizona warm. I think it's like high fifties, low sixties. So not horrible. It's definitely golfable, but it's not a, a is golfable a word? Um, we just made it. It's one. definitely not a tropical like getaway, or you know what I mean. Like you're stuck in the snow. You're not like let's go to Texas because it's probably gonna be pissing rain and it's not. I don't think it's a, like a, the ultimate winter getaway, but I think there's some really good golf and they're obviously open year round down there. So definitely a, a destination to check out either San Antonio, Austin or Dallas. Yeah, I will say the only thing about Texas is the courses that I saw when I was in San Antonio a couple of years ago like mid mid February, I want to say early February, they're not it's not the destination type like Arizona where the golf courses like thrive in during the winter, the winter yeah. you know. They're more they're more brownish. They probably dead, let the fairways dead. go brown, and then they keep the greens good. Yeah, type ex- deal exactly. And so, we'll give you guys a report next next week on Big Drive Energy, which I believe we have a very special guest coming on. That's just a little tease. Well, a lot of you will know who this man is. He's big into golf. He's big into Denver sports media. Uh, one of our actual like sounds lame, but heroes. Uh, as we were growing up as kids and and getting in more into sports as we got older and older, just a, a really awesome dude. So make sure to check that out next week. He's going to be hopping on the microphone with us. But yeah, Dallas and, and just this that area in general, it's it's not your 
grade A place to play, but it's also like if you, it's a cheaper place to go, and there's so many places around there to play that if you want to get away and go down to somewhere where it's warmer than here and it's playable, Dallas or the San Antonio area is a great area. I would agree with that. All right, moving on to a place that I don't think either of us have ever been, but I know that it is a really popular winter spot, um, is Palm Desert in California. The eastern side of California, um, they've got so much golf. They play the uh, Bob Hope. It used to be the Bob Hope. It's not called that anymore. I forget what it's called. But they've got PJ West out there, which looks fantastic. I think there's like four different full 18-hole golf courses just on that complex. Um, There's a lot of country clubs, which whatever, fuck the country clubs. I just think there's a lot of really good golf out there. And it's it's kind of the the temperate. I think it's a little bit more tropical than like Vegas. I know there's a lot of palm trees out there. I think it stays a little warmer in the wintertime. So definitely a spot to check out. I know you've never been out there, have you? No, not to Palm Desert. We did play a good amount. I didn't want to give California too much love because of how much I just in general hate the entire state of California but the area that we went to when we went to the Broncos 49ers game out in San Francisco we got to play some amazing golf courses we got some hookups out there my buddy Chris who was on the podcast last week talking about Pasa Tiempo he works out there one of our good friends Will Manning is just now got a job at California Golf Club, I believe. Which is like the mo- one of the most exclusive country clubs in America. Yeah, he's worked at Olympic Club, places like that. But we got to play Harding Park, where they had the PGA and Colin Morikawa won a couple years ago. And then we've also played... Where else did we get to play? We played in San Diego. I, I don't think we played anywhere else in San Francisco. No, I'm just saying, where else did we play in California? Oh, oh, we played California Country Club like way back when we. Oh yeah. Just north of San Diego, I want to say in like Temecula. Yeah. Um, that's another place we played. Uh, I those may only be the two rounds of golf we played out in California, but obviously, like Spencer said, we're not huge California fans, uh, just the state in general. But I think that you we'd be dumb to not mention it you know it's a great great spot uh weather wise especially if you can make it out to san diego that is the only reason i would ever move to san diego is or anywhere in california is just for the weather like 75 and like sunny maybe we'll mix in a little bit of rain here and there that's my shit so one last spot i think we want to mention um that we have been to and maybe spencer wasn't even thinking about this maybe not i don't know uh, but Charleston, South Carolina, we always by pl- far our favorite spot. Yeah, like if you want to go somewhere, if you're taking a trip with the boys or the gals, and you want to play a little golf, and you want to get the just extremely, I don't know how to describe it, golfy feel. It's very yeah. authentic golf. It, like authentic. It's, there we it's go. It's a golf culture that like it. It's not. It's not the first place you'd think of as a destination like Orlando or you know Palm Beach or whatever, but. There's so much good golf out there, and it's there's so like I'm kind of like a history nerd, not really, but like I just like historical places, and there's so many really cool historical like the Charleston, like downtown Charleston's got like the brick paver roads and the old brick buildings and and just a lot of really cool history there, and the like I said, the golf is awesome, the food's fucking insane, you'll get you'll gain ten pounds in a week easily eating out there. There's some sick shit like. 
I'm sorry, but the the pimento cheese. We stopped at like what was it, Zaxby's? What's oh god, oh what fuck, was that it was terrible. It was the most. Disgusting. I was violently hungover, and Oliver, our buddy, insists on going to this breakfast place. I think it was either Zaxby's or something like that, and we get the we get like sweet tea, whatever, the whole bit, the whole southern bit, and he orders us these. It's like a chicken biscuit, but it's got like two inches of pimento cheese on it, and like it, I had to throw it out. The, I ate like half of it and I had to throw it out the window. Like, and not really that it tasted bad, but it was just so ridiculously like felt like it was just gonna shut down my heart. Like I was just gonna quit breathing. So they eat different out there. It's just the f- we went one place to breakfast. I forget what it was. A, a really, I think it's kind of a famous spot downtown. But their breakfast was insane. Their shrimp and grits, um, just so many of those spots like that. And we actually, there's another restaurant that we went to. I wouldn't even call it a restaurant, but it was on Outer Banks, and I re- I recognized it, and I was like, we fucking went there. Like that, we were. They shot some scenes from Outer Banks at the restaurant, but it's this fucking podunk like old house back on the Stono River. And it's a, a fresh mussel. Is it mussels? Or yeah. Cl- is uh, it clams? Oysters. 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 Fuck. Yeah, oysters. And you walk down, you're like, hey, I want a bucket of mussels. And I swear this guy doesn't even, like, speak the same language. Like, he's he's American. <laughs> like, he's he, he just is mumbling, like, this southern mumbo-jumbo that you can't even understand. But he fucking makes you this whole big plate of oysters. I think I cut my hand open pretty hard, didn't I? Um we were, it was a bloodbath. I was bleeding all over the table and shit. It, you you got to open them up on your own and all that, but it's super authentic, super badass. Like just an old school down. Like it's not a tourist trap, is what we're getting at. Yeah. Well, when we went to Charleston last time, we got to play. Uh, what was the golf course we played? Stono Ferry. No, you're. Yeah. No, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Where Oliver's a member. Yeah, the links at Stono Ferry. Which the back nine had like all these cool um, historical historical, monuments. Yeah, Yeah, there was like a an old um, I want to say like a cannon. Mm -hmm. Was there a tenth hole? Yeah, and then there was also like a cool par three that you had to walk out on the pier to get. You had to walk on the pier for a while to get to the tee box, and the water's right there. If you like to show Outer Banks, you definitely have to go to Charleston and play golf because it just gives you that outer. That par three tee box is like Outer Banks, like. Well, they shot Outer Banks in Charleston, even though it was set in North Carolina. So it's it if you watch if you watch Outer Banks and you like it, it is pretty much exactly like that. So uh, highly recommend, no doubt. Charleston is a very underrated spot. Yeah. So if we have been blabbing too much and you already forgot what we talked about, you're looking at going to St. George. You're looking at going to Vegas. Always a good time. Scottsdale is the tourist trap, but if you want to go for some really good golf and probably uh, save your pocketbook a little bit of work, you want to go up to northern Tucson area, not southern Tucson. We're not we're not advocating for that. Northern Tucson area is a good spot to go. Palm Desert in California, we get a lot of good reviews from members who head out there. And then our favorite spot by a mile, I think, is Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. The, the one shitty thing is you can't fly Southwest direct in there. And we are not sponsored by Southwest. Maybe we should be uh, because of all the points we use. I just fucking hammer that credit card every month. and It's that's just there's nothing better than, especially when you're going on a golf trip, to be able to 
check your bags and not have to pay for it. Exactly. There's nothing better than that. And I think people actually like hate this, the open seating thing. And I think it's one of the greatest things of all. I think it's pretty smart. It's like, uh, it's like a roulette wheel. You're spinning a roulette wheel. Every time you walk on the plane, you kind of figure out where you're seating, you're sitting at, whether you're going to get the aisle, whether you're gonna get the window stuck in the middle. If you're a C, I, I, I don't know. I don't see that as a downside. I always go to the very back of the plane and grab an aisle seat. That's just my, because when you check bags, it's like, why rush off the plane? You know, you're, excuse me, you're still waiting to get your bags from bag check anyway. So there's no sense in fucking jumping up. If you're that person that jumps up first thing out of your seat and fucking stands up on the airplane, you're going straight to hell. There's no questions asked. No collect 200, nothing. You're going fucking straight down there. I'm sorry, but that is, that's just one thing that grinds my gears. Yeah. That's not even comfortable for me because I'm not a tall human, but I am six foot and like, Unless I'm in the aisle, which I hate sitting in the aisle seat, I like. Why do you hate the aisle? I seat? like the middle seat, or I like if I know the person to the left of me, or I like the window seat. If you know who you're with, then I get it. But if you're flying alone, if you're fly- if I'm flying alone, I absolutely I, I hate the middle. Yeah, the, well, the, the aisle seat's the best. The like, if I got to the piss, there's no chance I'm gonna be like tap somebody, wake them up. Yeah, I anywho, don't wanna, I don't want to get into your pissing stories on the plane because that's been a bone of contention. We're probably gonna have to deal with it on Saturday when we go to Dallas. But well, you can't drink on the plane anymore, so I, whatever, dude. True, but we also are gonna give you guys a review on Dallas next week. We'll open the pod with that or talk about that a little bit um, before we have our guest on. So to finish up this week's episode of Big Drive Energy, we're gonna get into our favorite segment of Fairway or Four. And when we go back to last week, we talked about this a little bit earlier. One of Mitchell's fairway or fours was the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. So that's a good sign because it hit. Basically, if that was a bet, it hit. And Mitchell also had a fairway or four a couple weeks ago of the Kansas City Chiefs missing the playoffs. So hopefully he goes 2-0 and on that. I, I don't even care if the Broncos don't win a game the rest of the season. That's a lie. I do. But... I'm like Nostradamus. I just predict the future. If they miss the playoffs, that's like to me feels just. I as think good we throw a party, making the playoffs. I think we celebrate There's, personally. Yeah, I agree. All right, so, so get get into your first one. Well, day. so no, for our, our fairway or fours last week. Okay, we have um, you. We all we tweeted it out. You voted. Uh, we have the first one wearing basketball shorts while playing golf. Uh, we tagged Adam Mares in that. He is a big proponent of this. He said it. Was, uh, we had seventy-five or seventy-four. Excuse me, I don't want to skew the numbers here. Seventy-four percent four. But we had a great comment from our boy Chill Ducey. Connor Ducey lives down in Texas. He said, "My move here is buying some ath- athleisure shorts that don't look super goofy with a collared shirt." And he took. He had a little picture there. I I do agree with this move. Like yeah, full on t- basketball shorts. Like when you can tell they're basketball shorts. Are uh, are a four for me completely? Like I said last if week, if they're like the old school and ones, like yeah, yeah you can't be doing that. No, but the athleisure shorts, like I have a pair of legends that I could probably get away with. I personally can't do it, just physically, like I can't do it. Can't, can't bring make yourself. myself wear shorts with a with a collared shirt, um, and not necessarily just on the golf course. I just can't make myself do that in anywhere. But uh, I I am down with the athleisure shorts and the polo shirt. So. That one got a lot of four. Uh, Mitchell, one of Mitchell's is decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. That was eighty-one percent four. So the people are with us. Thank God. They uh, they realize that maybe you should give Thanksgiving its due, 
and you should also wait to decorate. I just hate decorating in general. I did start listening to some Christmas music last night. But God, you're the worst about that. <laughs> um, and I love then Christmas music. Our last one was giving back that memorable football that was thrown to you by a player, the Tom Brady situation. A lot of people said that was fairway, so they would give it back. And yeah, see, I, I, was with, I was with them on that. So. Okay. All right, getting into our fairway or fours for this week. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. We tweet out at DNVR underscore golf the fairway or fours with, with little polls that you can vote on. So my first fairway or four this week uh, is coming from basically uh, something I saw on Twitter today and something I kind of – stick to is and i think it's hilarious when people don't do this is having your close friends or your family in your phone as their full name like if i had you in my phone as mitchell smith is that fair way or for i think it's fucking completely weird i i agree i personally have every if you're you, and i tell people this all the time you're my close friend or someone i really care about if you look in in my phone and you have a nickname or you have a name that i like not yeah. your full name first yeah. and last name that one, that is fully how I roll. That's how I operate. I, I agree 100% there. I'm not going to. Mitchell no. and I have the weirdest fucking Oh, my God. For the record. Well, when my phone is, like, named after that. So, like, when I take my phone into the fucking store, they're like, what is this? I'm like, don't Hilarious worry about it. Yeah. Um, we'll move on. Uh, so, so you're going four. Yeah. Oh, four for sure. Um, there isn't that many people. Like, I'm not a huge, like, give people nicknames that I don't. I give my close friends nicknames, but I'm not like try to give everybody a nickname guy. You know what I mean? There's yeah. guys like that uh, and girls like that. Anywho, uh, so last night, Freddie Freeman giving a speech. Like, I love Freddie Freeman, great baseball player. Had a great, capped it off with a solo shot last night to win the World Series. But his teeth, dude, are so in your face. Like, they're clearly fake. They're they're just so bright and like perfect that I, I, I don't so know where you're going with this. Do you think, are you fairway or for like the, the whole fake teeth deal? Like all these athletes getting these fake teeth that just look so fucking fake that it's, it's like a bad note and that's not a bad nose job. And I'm a big fan of nice teeth. Like I love having, I have nice teeth. I don't know if I could date somebody that didn't have nice teeth. I don't know if that makes me a, a tooth snob. Well, I feel like you're contradicting yourself here because some people are just born with bad teeth or have bad teeth. So if they fix but their teeth, then you can teeth, do the best with what you've got. But just flat out getting fake fucking teeth that you, it just he looked like a. Who's that cartoon character with the fucking? Is it Johnny Bravo with like the huge? Okay, yeah. He he just looked it looked a little too fake for me. So. Are you fairway or four on that? I'm I'm four on that or fairway, I should say. I I'm good with people getting fake teeth if it means they feel better about themselves and they are self conscious about their teeth. You got to make sure it's a good job and it's not. Well, dude, those look fake. those shits aren't cheap. Like, I mean, I know Freddie Freeman's obviously got fucking cash, but they're like thirty grand for like a good good set of. And also, it's just it's just fake. Like, I'm not a huge fan of just fake shit. So sorry. I, I mean, it, it was just kind of in your face, like, holy shit, Freddie Freeman's teeth. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not, like, a big, like, oh, look at their teeth guy, but... Was that after your 10 whiskeys? Or yeah. <laughs> I was seeing two sets of teeth, so that was what <laughs> it, threw me off first. All right, my last fairway or four for the week is leaving a sporting event of your favorite team early. Winning, losing, well, you wouldn't really do it if they're winning, but if they're losing, 
what uh, what's your feeling on that? I haven't ever really done that. We've done it a few times. One time we won't want to talk about ever again. But yeah, um, overall, just leaving a game early. Do you think that's fairway or four? I think that's fairway, dude. Like, and it it just depends. Like, I can personally say, I walked out of um, one of the Nuggets playoffs games last. Was it against Phoenix when they kicked out Nicola? Uh, uh, that was in Phoenix. That was it. No, he got ejected for a different game. Oh, that was in Denver. Yeah, that- yeah, it was in Denver. He got ejected. We walked out, like kind of in protest. Yeah. So there's certain things like I am not a hundred percent fairway on that. Like you and I, if it's a a close game, we will always stay till the end. We're not like, oh, do you want to beat traffic? We're not that fair weather ass kind of fan. Um, but yeah, I. I there's certain circumstances where I I see it as acceptable. If that's is that yeah, fair? Understandable. Okay. Uh, my last fairway for this week, the McRib. I think it's back. I think I saw a commercial. I've never had one. I don't know. It looks like some fake ass shit, like some bonk ass meat, like <laughs> <laughs> just barbecue at a. I'm sorry, but is McDonald's. Does have you ever had? A, have you ever had a McRib? No. So now we have to go. This week we have to go to the polls. Yeah. Well, no, we have to go this week to go to the polls. Oh, we also have to want, go oh, to McDonald's. We have McRib, to eat dude. half a McRib. I'm starving right now. I am. We may just head over to McDonald's on the way to the. We might uh, split game a tonight. fucking McRib. We'll split a McRib. We'll come back with a. Fi- but so I'm gonna say four right now. It doesn't okay. look great. Like I don't it doesn't. Want it. it just doesn't look good. But it's a big thing for Mickey D's. So. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll t- we'll try one, but let's see what everybody has to say about it because I think it looks vile. <laughs> bio bio mcribs well we appreciate you guys tuning in for this episode of big drive energy like and follow us on or subscribe on any of the platforms that you may be listening to this podcast on itunes spotify whatever that may be megaphone um but anyways follow us on twitter at dnvr underscore golf Make sure you tune in and to our twitter for next week when we get the very rare four votes out and you can vote on those and help us figure out if these items are fairway or four. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the, the, the top places to go for this winter. When you decide to get out of Colorado, we love Colorado, but in the winter, it's not really great for golf. So go out, enjoy some warm golf and we'll talk to y'all next week. Keep an eye out for that special guest. We got him lined up. It's going to be a good one for now. We're going to head over to ball arena, watch the abs play. You guys have a great night. Peace. (laughs) 